Hi and welcome back to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. My name is Prashant Malkani and the topic for today's episode is Sustainable Marketing. In recent years, consumers have become even more aware of social, environmental and economic responsibilities of businesses and companies that aren't living up to this have been receiving a lot of flack, especially in today's times when the world is going through a pandemic. Keeping this in mind, companies and businesses have started looking at sustainable marketing as a way to build relationships with consumers while letting them know that they are important and so are the future generations. To dwell further into this topic, I have Masuma Sandeep on today's episode. Masuma has over two decades of proven experience in strategic brand building and positioning, media relations, crisis management, leadership comms, and employee engagement. She is currently a director for communication in emerging markets at Medtronic and has an immense passion for sustainability. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Hi Masuma and welcome to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation with you. Hi Prashant, thank you for having me here. It's really a pleasure to join you for this interesting topic. Great. So this is a very interesting topic and I think it's even more important considering the the times we are in today. So just basically just setting the context, I wanted to get your view on what do you believe is sustainable marketing because a lot of people I I believe are not too aware of this term but I think it's quite important for the times we live in right now so I just wanted to get your view on it. Sure, sure Prashant. Um, You know, as you rightly mentioned, many people get confused on this topic of what is sustainable marketing and I mean, how do you actually do it? Now, um, sustainable marketing is basically uh, when you have environmentally friendly products, socially responsible products, or any practices that you have, which actually could also be a USP for your brand, frankly. Uh, If you have something, so when you, when you market something like that, that is sustainable marketing. Now, many a times sustainable marketing is also mixed with uh, CSR. Yeah. But I want to tell you, uh, CSR and sustainable marketing now actually are really different terms. While CSR is part of sustainability, because obviously you have sustainable goals for your company, which may also include giving back to society. So in that, CSR also fits in. However, sustainable marketing now is much beyond and a much larger concept. Hmm. And companies are really looking at making sustainability as a part of their whole value system or the mission of a company. And you you can see that in many multinationals, many Indian companies also. When you look at their goals, sustainability is one of the pillars that they are standing on. So while CSR is about contributing towards the community that you operate in, in terms of a, a value. And, you know, India actually has a law uh, yeah. which came in a few years ago, wherein uh, if you are a particular net worth of company uh, mm. or a particular turnover, you're supposed mm. to take out 2% of your profits uh, as a contribution towards corporate social responsibility. And yeah. there you pick up a goal and you work towards it within your community or across India. However, sustainability on the other side is where your product itself has a USP in it or your service itself has a USP of being a sustainable product, which is environment friendly or socially responsible or ensuring that you're not really polluting the environment 
that you're operating in different aspects. And that's how you build that brand value for that product. So okay. yeah, I mean, now it's market, I mean, it's, it's now, how do I say, some people even term it as green marketing. Yeah. So it's a very interesting concept and how you do it. And it's also uh, interesting because it cannot be termed as your traditional marketing. In traditional marketing, many a times we, we really make some claims. In sustainable marketing, when you make a claim, you really need that backend data and report to oh. even say that your product is sustainable. So it's a, it's a very different ballgame altogether, but very interesting segment. True. And just continuing, you know, from what you just mentioned, and this is what I firmly believe that today it's kind of an unsaid license that possibly companies need to have to operate in a specific region or a specific country, because I think companies now have that slightly higher responsibility uh, to be sustainable within the countries that they operate. So do you agree to the fact that it is very important for each company today to function? And I want to emphasize uh, each and every company needs to be sustainable today to, to operate in a country or a region that they are, they are present in. So, so do you agree with that, with that point? Um, absolutely. I mean, if throughout my career, um, I must say, Prashant, I mean, there's something that I've learned is for every company to have a license to operate in any region that they are, whether in India or any country for that matter, they actually have this three-spoke uh, balance. And the three spokes actually are the economic side of it. So if mm -hmm. you are a company, you are definitely supposed to earn money and give it back to your shareholders. The other side is the ecological side. And the third side is the society side. Now, for any company to operate, it's it's a difficult task. Uh, imagine balancing a three-spoke, right? So you really yeah. need to find a strategy where you balance all these three. Mm. Even if one goes off balance, yeah. you can see that you know it will affect your brand. It will affect your positioning. So all uh, personally, I believe any company's license to operate really stands on these pillars. True and. Yeah. Uh, it's very, very essential, essential, whichever country you're operating in, you mm. need to ensure that you are sustainable and the products that you're giving out in that market are sustainable products. Now, or even for that matter, if you're operating in a region, uh, I'm just taking an example, you know, for example, if somebody is investing in India, yeah, uh, you see that not only in India, any country that you invest in, now people ask you, what are your mm. products made of? What's your chain, supply chain? Uh, you know, how does it look like? Yeah. How diverse it is. Are you yeah. contributing to my country? Are you are you giving jobs to my local people? Uh, and finally, is your product in any way going to pollute the environment in my country? Yeah. Right. So a license to operate for any company across the globe now stands on these pillars. Yeah. And, you know, considering that we just set context in terms of how important it is for companies to actually give back to the society and be responsible to and for the country that they're actually operating in. But what I wanted to do was move to the other side of things, which is, and I'll just try and draw some similarities over here. So a lot of individuals, and specifically in the last one and a half years, have been donating, have been contributing to the society as and when and how much they can. But you normally see two sets of people, right? So there's one set of people who would donate and speak about it. There would be another set of people who would donate and just keep it to themselves, you know, not speak about it, not mention it. Now, taking this 
understanding and moving it to companies. Now, as we've just discussed, companies, whether they like it or not, if they are profitable, if they obviously reach a certain revenue, there is a percentage of share that they need to give back to the society. Now, again, within these companies and how the world at large functions is that there are a set of companies that will do some amount and speak about it on a larger scale or a large scale, while there are other companies and how humans also function, that they would donate or contribute to the society, but not speak about it. With people, with humans, it's still possible to do that because there's there's no impact on a larger scheme of things. But do you think companies can still possibly contribute to the society, but not speak about it? Do you think that that path still works? Or do you think every company should ideally speak about what they've done and how they've contributed to the society? Uh, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm again going to bifurcate it and let's talk about this part of contributing to, to society through that 2% or whatever yeah. percent that the government really mandates you. Now, yeah. Many companies stick to that 2% and many companies go much, much beyond that. Okay? Yeah. And, and we, we have seen examples of all kinds, you know, uh, people who stick to because it's mandated and there's no choice or people who really, really give back in much, much larger terms. Now, uh, coming to the fact that should they speak about it, because you're mandated, you definitely will need to speak about it in your annual report. There is no choice. Hmm. Because that 2% needs to be spoken about and you need to tell the authorities where have you spent that 2%, you definitely need to put together a report, uh, which actually hmm. you will give up. Now, not only that, let me tell you, many companies now not only now, I mean, I, must, I should actually take it back. Since the time people have been contributing uh, as companies, people do talk about what and how they've contributed. The reason yeah. is that's the social pillar. That's their license to operate. They, mm -hmm. they definitely want to let people know, while I'm operating here, I'm ensuring that the society around me is also taken care of in some or the other way. Yeah. If they don't, they definitely know that they will be questioned at some point of time. So yeah. many companies put that in their annual report. Now with social media coming up, you really have this another channel of really going out and talking about what you're doing for your communities or, or you know, you're, you're doing skill building or you're helping the families. And with COVID times, as you know, Prashant, you know, many people, uh, many companies have gone beyond just their employees, yeah. supporting their families also. Uh, I'm not saying that you should go and really blow a bugle about it. Because mm. there is a there is a big array or there's a big gap. There are companies who do a lot, but are very subtle. There are companies who do little, but obviously to uh, make big noise about it. So I'm not yeah. going to say that it doesn't exist. But uh, uh, to me personally, I feel if you're doing good work, do talk mm. about it. Whether it's through mm. your website, through your uh, annual report. People also make, uh, they do make the SDG goal reports that, you know, what they're doing in that front i mean larger companies i'm talking about yeah and uh, and also your employees i feel csr when you talk about giving back to society it mm. also instills pride within uh, your employees now mm. if i come to the other side of it which is basically sustainable products and sustainable solutions and whether people should talk about that definitely mm. let me tell you sustainable marketing is now a part of the overall business overall yeah. strategy yeah. Now, when I, when I, uh, just a couple of examples, for example, uh, you are, uh, you know, applying for a tender for any, anything, any government mm. tender or any mm. company tender. Sustainability is a very big aspect of that submission now. 
Yeah. You cannot separate sustainability now. People ask you, what is your supply chain? Hmm. Do you have diversity in the supply chain? You know, yeah. are, your, uh, are your raw materials uh, responsibly procured? Hmm. So, frankly speaking, you need to talk about what you're doing under the sustainability part in order yeah. to gain business. Yeah. And you see more and more companies are looking for sustainable partners. Yeah. So, frankly speaking, that piece, to market that piece has become mm. very, very important. I'll just yeah. give you a couple of, uh, maybe I'll just pick up a couple of examples, you know, yeah. take the FMCG industry. Now, mm. plastic waste has been such a big, exactly. big issue right? yeah. In, yeah. The, in this industry. Now you say mm. that, okay, even my biscuits come in a multi-layered plastic. Now what yeah. do I do about it? Mm. I have no choice because they come in that plastic. But yeah. what are companies doing? They write on that packet saying that we will take this packet. Hmm. Not just exactly this packet. Hmm. I will take as much plastic I have used for manufacturing of these packaging material. Hmm. I will take that much waste and ensure that I recycle it. Hmm. Now, what am I doing? I'm involving the consumer also in this because that yeah. message is there on the packaging. Hmm. It's not in a traditional marketing. It may be just one way. I make this, I sell it to you. You need it kind of that. Yeah. But in sustainable marketing, you actually have to make them part of your chain. Hmm. Only then you're sustainable. And that, that's what you see. Many companies say that, okay, it's not just about how sustainably you're manufacturing, whether you are zero waste, whether you're recycling your water. Finally, what is happening with that packaging is important. Yeah, true. And we saw that change when that law came in. We saw that hmm. big change in companies. And you always now see every packaging has this one line, which says that we ensure that we buy this back. Yeah. These many kilos was bought back. So, I was just, I mean, I was just trying to explain. There are two angles to it. There is a definitely, CSR yeah, part of yeah. it that you should definitely talk about. And there's a sustainability part of it, which ultimately is your business angle. It's your USP. And that mm. is going to generate more business, more value for your brand and more better positioning for your brand. Yeah, true. And I, I just wanted to add to the last point that you did mention. I think these kind of things don't go unnoticed among consumers, among businesses, uh, because I think all of these points have become important. The amount of information that's actually getting circulated around, you know, for example, you just took an example of plastic waste for FMCG products. Definitely, this is a rising concern and people are aware of it. So definitely these kind of things don't go unnoticed with consumers. Also, just to add to your point, I think from the other side of things, right? So if you uh, look mm. at say an NBFC player or a BFSI player, I think mm. things like sustainable lending, for example, these kind of things are yes. definitely on the rise. And it yes. kind of definitely when, when consumers and businesses look at these companies that are going above and beyond to either be sustainable in their products or be sustainable in their services like sustainable lending, for example, and, and things like that. I think yes. for a brand, it definitely increases brand perception in, in a positive lens. So I, I definitely Absolutely. agree. I definitely agree with, with that last point. That Absolutely. I mean, yeah. if, uh, I mean, if I may just add one more example, now take yeah. uh, the space of uh, uh, MedTech, you know, that yeah. I operate in currently. Now in yeah. MedTech, if you see, uh, there is a big disparity, you know, mm. because medical technology is not a, is definitely uh, the whole idea as to how to make it, one, make it reach people. Second is make it affordable. Yeah. Now you see there is a disparity, right? I mean, in the mm. Indian healthcare system, also we know that there is a disparity across uh, across the country. 
Yeah. Now, what what do such companies do? I mean, how do you really reduce that gap of mm. availability of such technologies? So you yeah. actually, uh, you know, join hands with the local authorities, with a local NGO, bring, make them part of, that's again sustainability. You yeah. make them part of your overall, uh, for example, if you really want to bring down this disparity or a gender inequality hmm. in cardiac related issues, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, this is something that I also learned uh, during my journey, yeah. that uh, if you see, there's a big gender disparity in heart related issues between hmm. men and women. Hmm. A male will get uh, you know, get access much more faster, or it'll be mm. available for available for that person as against a woman, or a mm. woman will and a woman will, um, you know, never pay attention to her health because the way that you know they're being groomed or grown up mm. to a to a male to understand that he he or she, he has a heart issue. A female mm. will always keep it to herself, saying that okay, maybe everything is fine, you know, nothing is a problem, mm. but there is a big gap there. Mm. Now, now companies are working on really bringing that gender parity in this level. Now, mm. now, tell me to do something like this, you need to actually have research, yeah. study to come to something like this, identify mm. something like this and bring that parity to the table. Yeah. So just before we, we end this episode, there was just one last question that I wanted to ask you is that, sure. you know, considering that we have spoken about the sustainability and CSR angle, and also we have spoken about the marketing budgets and the marketing promotions that people and companies do around sustainability. Now, if we need to look at both these elements from a budget standpoint, mm-hmm. what would you think or agree would be the optimum mix of budgets between the actual work or the sustainability CSR giving back to society kind of work that companies are doing versus how much is promoted and marketed through the respective marketing teams? Because I think as as we've also discussed earlier, I think definitely companies should speak about it. But I think it's also important that the amount of work that is done matches the amount of marketing efforts that are done around it. So according to you, what do you think would be the, the optimum mix for, for doing something like this? Sure. I mean, see, in case of CSR, uh, I think almost 90-95% gets into actual usage, Prashant. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, there, uh, and obviously backend also, you know, including the backend, because you will need uh, backend support also to kind of deliver uh, a CSR project. Yeah. Uh, it's very minuscule that people put in from a marketing perspective, and which is really the right way. You know, yeah. it won't be anything more than two to five percent. I mean, that uh, mm. that people would spend really to uh, you know position. Oh, I did so much. Yeah. Because ideally, what what channels you use for this? You use your own social handles. Uh, mm. You use your own annual report. You use mm. your own uh, leader. You know, when they represent at various forums, you he or she would also kind of talk about it um, or you know whenever you are having any media interviews or something like that where this yeah, topic comes yeah. up you would so basically you really wouldn't spend so much in in marketing the whole CSR piece of it it will become like a storyline or part mm. of the top points for everything that you do you know or for everything that you try to position your company yeah. except for the fact if you if you really put together say a white paper or a mm. case study that's mm. when you will really go out and spend a little extra money to uh, you know, position that CSR. Uh, but when it comes to sustainable marketing, hmm. frankly, as I said, now sustainable marketing is a part of the overall uh, 
product marketing mix in a way yeah. you know yeah. you may not use the product marketing piece maybe you only use a the different piece you know for that matter you may yeah, use a different yeah. style of doing it mm. but uh, ultimately you know to be sustainable obviously at the back end you will do it will be part of your strategy you will put it as uh, elements of your manufacturing and everything and that becomes part of your operations and cost in yeah. a marketing perspective ideally if you ask me it will be the same budget that you would use to market your product it's just yeah. that you're changing the story angle Hmm. Okay, you're changing the story angle from a basic product marketing where you talk about my product is fantastic and blah 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 blah. You yeah. actually are adding an angle that hmm. I am ensuring that my product is also sustainable. True. So for me, uh, it's it's the same amount of money that you would spend for any product marketing because hmm. it's a part of your storyline. Yeah. But for CSR, you wouldn't go beyond three to five percent. Even that, I would say that you should should avoid. I mean, as much as you can give put in the in actual helping the communities, it what should be your goal. Rest, if you do a good work, you have enough and more channels to talk about it. Yeah. I hope it addresses your question. It it it, it does it does, and I think I think you did add a very interesting angle to things as well. So, in fact. now this brings us to the end of the episode and i think through this this entire episode uh, masuma you've been able to share some great insights so thank you thank you so much for coming on board and sharing and uh, you, i i think through this episode in a small way i hope we've been able to contribute to the larger conversation of sustainable marketing i really hope so too i really hope so too and and hope this also kind of garners some more interest in using sustainability as an angle for marketing yes yes true <laughs> but thank Great. you thank you very much it was a nice chatting with you prashant same here thank you so for the rest of us hope this episode was useful for you and if you would like to know more about this topic you can reach out to masuma on linkedin and in case if you have any doubts feedback or just want to spark a conversation you can catch me on linkedin instagram or twitter this is me signing out for this episode and looking forward to seeing you on the next one subscribe to the podcast for regular updates and one last thing don't forget to stay curious